Hello my nerds and geeks, my wee weeaboos and otakus. This is V First, episode back after my hiatus. And I feel like I do have to explain this to you. So I took Christmas off, because that's what I want to do. And then lockdown happened and my me- mental health kind of deteriorated in that. But I'm back. Um, want to talk about nerd culture and D&D online again. So, what we'll be doing now is we've got a brand new upload schedule. Sorry, my voice is a bit shot. Got a bit of a cold coming. That's why I sound like I'm drowning in a pool of cheese graters. <clears throat> uh, Saturday will be general suggestions from the Instagram or Discord or general nerd geek weeb culture. Talking about things which interest me, maybe interest you guys. So there is currently a suggestion thing on the Instagram, tavern underscore talk underscore podcasts, where you can leave a suggestion on what we should talk about. And we also have Discord, which is link in the bio of the Instagram. So just go to our Instagram, consider that the hub. We're going to start a LinkedIn, so you can click on one link and go to everything we have. So today, feel like starting it off, top 10 Pokemon. I love the franchise, I love the culture behind it. And I will give you my reasons, special experiences, and things like that to explain why so-and-so is my favourite Pokemon. Maybe it's my favourite poison type. Maybe I used it in a uh, mono playthrough. So, yep, enjoy that. Number 10, Primarina. I love Primarina's design. I know a lot of people think it looks stupid, but I just think there's something elegant about it. Also, it was my first Alolan starter, so nostalgia, I guess. It feels like ages ago Alola came out, but it really wasn't that long ago, was it? Not only great design, but its typing is awesome. Especially when, if you play Moon, your first um, trial is against a Dark-type Pokemon, and then your first Grand Trial is against a Fighting-type Specialist which Fairy does wonders against. So if you can get it to a state where it learns a Fairy move, you're winning. Uh, There are other great Fairy-type Pokemon on Melee Melee, but I still think Primarina is one one of, if not the best, Fairy on Melee Melee. Um, Its moveset is also so diverse. When I ran it, I used Sparkling Aura, Psychic, Moonblast, and uh, Ice Beam for coverage. And all these things were just amazing on it. It was basically unstoppable. That's why I have a deep love for Primarina. Um, it gets a lot of hate <coughs> compared to Rowlet and Litten and in their respective lines because Rowlet just has that cool Archer vibe, I guess, and Litten's just cool. And it doesn't have the best shiny compared to the other two. It doesn't have the best shiny. But in a 1v1v1, you know, you just know Poplio or Primarina would win with this super diverse moveset, awesome design, great typing. It is just an unstoppable force if you play it right. If you're thinking of an item to run in it, it's got really good defense and HP. So maybe a leftovers. If you're maybe running Aqua Ring, you could put a Life Orb on so you have that constant healing as well with the chip damage. But it's really up to you with that kind of stuff, because that's 
I'm talking about a playthrough team, not a competitive team. Number nine will be Blitzel. I mean, a lot of people overlook Blitzel, and I guess you could call it a forgettable mod. But its design, its general aesthetic is just awesome. It is an electric type zebra where lightning bolt designs are its stripes. Tell me that if you would not ride that if it was real. And if you said no, you're lying. You would. Uh, Blitzel is amazing. Just a great mon. And uh, when I say Blitzel, I do mean Zeb Striker. Sorry, that was a bit of a slip up on my behalf. It's speed 116, if memory serves. And it's attack 100. So it's a sweeper. It's on the same lines as what you'd use maybe a Weavile for. But where it really gets into its own is its abilities. Lightning Rod, Motor Drive and Sap Sipper. Lightning Rod, Motor Drive do similar things. You can't be hit by electric types, so you've got an immunity. And Sap Sipper can't be hit by grass types, you've got an immunity. And uh, these also raise individual stats. I think Motor Drive is speed, um, Lightning Rod is attack, and Sap Sipper is also attack. I might be wrong here. The most annoying thing, though, being a Zeb Striker fan, it is untiered in Smogon. It's just not good. Not good. Zeb Striker can be used so well. So well. And it is a great sweeping mon. Probably not as good as Weavile. But still, you can do great things with Zeb Striker. And I think it is one of the most, one of, if not the most overrated, po underrated Pokemon. Okay, so number eight. So, I've shown not too much bias here, but there's going to be a small little bit of purely Gen 4, and it begins with Garchomp. If I need to explain to you why Garchomp is good, get out. Bye. Garchomp, many consider to be uh, the best non-legendary Pokemon, which is fair enough. Don't run Mega Garchomp. Regular Garchomp, in my opinion, is better. It is just a really, really good mon. Quad Weakness Device is not the best, though, if we're being honest. But other than that, pretty unstoppable if you run it right. And I don't think anyone would disagree with me in that. Garchomp can be used as a great um, sand attacker. No, not sand attacker, sandstorm player. With great stats, uh, 18, 18 in HP, 130 in attack. I don't think you can find a better uh, pseudo-legendary. A lot of people are big, um, what's the word, mega-gross fans. But I honestly think Garchomp is the best, the best um, pseudo-legendary. And I think a lot of people would agree with me there, because it's so hard to beat it if one of your opponents are using it if you're uncompetitive or if you encounter one in a randomizer or god forbid a uh what a trainer battle has it and along those lines uh my first game pokemon pearl so gen 4 is where i i love the most you know is my favorite region a lot of you will know where i'm going here cynthia's garchomp Cynthia's Garchomp, I, I don't know what else to say, it is so, so annoying to be, if you don't have a good ice type, you're basically screwed, 
Um, like, that's why. In my Suno playthroughs, I always have to have an ice type. Even though ice type is an awful defensive stat. Um, you, you need one, in my opinion, for that guard trump fight. So, either Weavile, if you chose a Torterra, or a Bomber Snow, or, or even Glaceon, but, you know, it's Glaceon. All good ice types to defeat Garchomp, but Garchomp is just an amazing Pokemon, and I'm, I'm rambling here a bit, but I, I just can't tell you how good Garchomp is. It really might be one of the most OP Pokemon. That's why I think I might be wrong, but it's in the um, OU tier in Smogon, especially it's Mega. So it, that's not a giveaway. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. It is an awfully overpowered Pokemon. Okay, so a lot of people who talk about Pokemon get asked these kind of things a lot. What's your favourite early bird, early root, fossil? Early bur bird, in my opinion, comes down to three Pokemon. Talonflame, Rookie D, and Starly. And I, I imagine you can guess where this is going. Staraptor is just an amazing Pokemon. Oh, you guys are going to get so sick of me saying that now. But it really is amazing. Uh, Staraptor can be used in so many different ways. And I feel like if you don't use Staraptor, you're cutting yourself short in a Sinnoh playthrough. Even, even even the Kalos playthrough. Because I believe you can get it on the route before the Reflecting Cave. Was that route 5? Route 6? And it is amazing. Um, as you know, Brave Bird, Double Edge, Close Combat, U-Turn with a Choice Band. Good luck. Good luck is what I say to a person fighting that. His stats may look a bit bad on paper. Pretty weak defense, special attack and special defense. But his attack and speed, amazing. Well, not amazing. But where it really comes into its own move set a lot like primarina its move set is amazing and i i think we all know that a staraptor can be a team carrier not just because it learns fly it is a great mon you can beat rock types with it with your close combat take down anything which is weak to flying in an instant with brave bird and if you run um, double edge for stab on that front, because for whatever reason, I don't know why, it's a normal flying type, which I don't agree with. But you get that stab and an immunity to, uh, what's it called, ghost, I guess. But that also counters out your, you know, flying. Oh uh, no, your fighting uh, resistance is now neutral damage. But yeah, <clears throat> Star Raptor, great mon. Anyone who says otherwise has never played through Sinnoh. Because if you're not capture, Unless you chose Infernape, which is fair enough. If you didn't capture Starly, you're not playing it right. It's in the same lines as Shinx, which you'll probably hear about later. And Shellos. Things everyone loves. Number six. Now, another question. People who talk about Pokemon get asked a lot. 
Paper evolution, and for those of you who don't know, evolution is a term used to describe the many evolutions of a Pokemon Eevee. And there's a lot of debate about this. Um, big people, Pokemon people love are Jolteon and Umbreon. They're probably the most popular evolutions, but again, Gen 4 biased, Leafeon is awesome. Uh, I've used Leafeon countless amount of times. I, I, I love the change they did in Sword and Shield where you use a leaf stone. I think it makes it so much easier to use because if you've ever tried to use a, a Leafeon in other playthroughs, I mean, it's pretty easy in Sinnoh. Universe is alright, but in Kalos, it's late game, and in Alola, it's mid game, where you've probably already got a solid grass type. Because in, Un uh, in Alola, even, you just did the water trial where you'd want a grass type. So it's kind of a bit useless to have it then. Obviously, it's in a much better place than Glaceon, which is almost always final bit of a game. Hell, in Alola, it's basically on, it is on Victory Road. Mount Lanakila is basically Victory Road. So, yeah, I don't think many people use Leafeon in their playthroughs because it's just so hard to get. But when you do get it, oh, you're, you are lucky because it is a great Pokemon to use. And anyone who says otherwise hasn't used it a lot. Because on paper, or oh, it doesn't look the best, and I'll give you that. But once you get into it, and it is just a great, great Pokemon. Obviously, biased Gen 4 grass types, my favourite. But it is awesome. Its stats are mediocre, I guess you could say. With amazing um, physical defence, I think. Average speed and good physical attack, but frail. In the special department and HP. And yeah, a lot of people don't like that. But its moveset can be the most annoying thing to deal with. Something like Leaf Blade Knockoff Toxic and Synthesis. Just to annoy your t opponent. And maybe you can run Sword Dance and that to raise its attack. Or maybe use one of its awesome moveset i just went on smogon.com slash deck slash ss slash pokemon slash leafon slash i don't know why i let, read it out like that that was probably really annoying for everyone and its moveset is one of the most diverse i think it does have an attack or move from every type in the game which is awesome so we're in the top five and this one is actually from Sinnoh, who's shocked everyone. It is Galarian Darmanitan. Um, Zen mode in particular. It is just amazing to use. I, I, I play Shield. Shield is the one I use most. But I use Pokemon Home to get Darmanitans. Because they're just so good. Um, yeah, so if we compare regular, base form if you will, to Zen... You see the stats look pretty similar, but it is the ultimate sweeper. I believe it's an Uber tier, tier with, um, I believe, 160 attack and 135 speed, frail as all hell. And it is the definition 
of a glass cannon because it is just so so strong but so so frail and it makes sense we don't I haven't talked about design a lot but i love its design if Darmanitan was moved and repressed by the cold atmosphere of Gala, and when it's down on its final knee, the fire bursts out of it. That's awesome. It sounds like an anime character. Tell me you would not watch an anime based on an ice user who can use fire in his final moment. And it's awesome. Um, the way you evolve it with the ice stone is nice. It's um, a bit hard early game but you don't use it early game and if you do what i do and basically use it as a starter just go to the diggings duo on bridgefield in the wild area spend your watts and you'll get an ice stone pretty quickly uh gorilla tactics is also good people don't talk about it a lot because when you think galarian dimanatan you think zen mode but gorilla tactics is good basically gives you stab on all uh is it punching moves I believe it's punching moves. I've clicked on the link. Oh no, it basically gives you extra damage on if you click go first. So that's really good. Number four will be dealing. Dealing and its evolution. Oh, I can't remember its name. That's super awkward because I'm just about to talk about how much I love it. I, I swear I do love it. Um. When it was introduced in Gen 5, it was basically seen as, well, the seasoned Pokemon. The Pokemon only really there because seasons were introduced and it's a cool changing thing magic. And it was probably going to be overlooked. But when it got the, because it has the Sap Sipper ability and I believe it got Serene Grace so it can flinch stall. It just became pretty good its stats aren't the best if we're being perfectly honest it's a pretty average mon good attack good speed but pretty bad everything else so i don't, wouldn't recommend using it as a competitive team i just love the design and its signature move horn leech uh, later given to trevorant is a physical life draining move which is what we've been praying for since I've since Gen 1 because we've always had um, draining moves I mean Leech Life is physical but that's bug so most grass type Pokemon didn't get stab on it um, we've always wanted a physical life draining move and when oh, Source Bug, there we go I, I love it, I do, was introduced we got that in Horn Leech and it is a great Pokemon and that's why I think it gets overlooked a lot in playthroughs and Whenever you're in Unima, look at it. It is an awesomely designed Pokemon. And it isn't the best, stat-wise. I've acknowledged that. Every Sourcebook fan acknowledges that. But we love it for its design. And there are ways you could use it good. It's got 470 as a base stat total, which isn't bad by any means. It's pretty average. Um, immune to ghost type, resistance to ground, water, grass and electric for the most common types in the game. Got quite a few weaknesses though, about, uh, is that six weaknesses off the top of my head? Uh, fighting, flying, poison, fire, ice, 
bug. Yes. Yes, six weaknesses. So it's not really meant to stay in long. But it is awesome looking. And each form has a shiny, which is just cool. It saturates uh, the body, not the, um, I'll call it the additional leafage. And it's just a great mom. And I, I hate when it gets overlooked. I really do. And now I'm going to talk about another great grass type from the Unibow region. Whimsicott. So, anyone who knows me, I love Whimsicott. It's shiny. In my opinion, it's going to be quite controversial. Best shiny in the game. If you just Google shiny Whimsicott, even if you've never used it, never want to, you can tell how amazing it's shiny. It's just from that. And its stats aren't bad. Like, it is a fully evolved grass fairy type, which is a great combination. Quad weak to fire, but if you're going to plan to keep your Whimsicott out in fire anyway, that's on you, mate. Don't do that. Um, it is just really, really nostalgic for me. And when the grass the fairy type even, when the grass type was introduced, when the fairy type was introduced and it was added to it, it brought it back. I know it was only one generation old, but it was never used competitively in Gen 5. But with that um, moves uh, type being, it became good again. Um, a move that I love to run on Whimsicott is Memento Te oh, Tailwind, I believe. The one which raises your speed stat, Moonblast and Congard. So it, it can be your stall tank. If you use the Prankster ability, Memento and uh, Tailwind gain priority, which is always really good. And you're thinking, yeah, yeah, it's good, but what's the point of using it? But if you're playing Sword and Shield, most recent game, you can catch it as you walk into the wild area. Um, you can evolve it in a Leaf Stone using the Dig, uh, Sunstone even, using the Dinging Duo. And you're like, yeah, it's a stone evolution. No, all its moves are level 1 moves. And you can just walk into any Pokemon Center and gain its moveset like that. So you can have a competitive moveset from, what, half an hour of gameplay. And that's really cool. Another thing about Whimsicott is, it's actually got good stats. 480 base stat total, so that's 60 higher than... Uh, Sourcebug, same generation, and it's meant to be a speedy defensive tank. It isn't meant to have the best offensive abilities because it's literally a cloud or a cotton ball. And yeah, oh, am I not recording? If I'm not recording, I will be annoyed. Oh, I am recording now, that's awkward. Mm. So, yeah, I love uh, cottony. And never use the infiltrator ability. It's pranks it all the way. So this is the top three things people actually care about. If you've made it through this podcast, well done. We've got another episode coming out tomorrow on D&D and other D&D related stuff. So, yay. So number three. It's a pretty popular spot. And all the three, these three Pokemon, I'm going to say, could be switched around. They are all amazing Pokemon, and if I ever get the chance to use them, I do. 
So number three is Mammoth Swine. Mammoth Swine is amazing. It is a good mon. Great mon, even. I don't know why I said good. Uh, and it was hard to use in previous generations. But with the um, Pokemon Center people being able to teach you old moves, you can use a Mammoth Swine so much easier now. And it's great. It's got, I think it's 550 base stat total. I might be wrong. Someone can double check that for me. With an amazing moveset. Amazing stats. And um, I don't feel like I need to explain why Mammoth Swine is so good. It's got amazing defense, amazing attack. And I'm going to do it anyway. It is just a great Pokemon. And I'm probably rambling on about it. But it's just so good. And I think you've been able to get it in... No, you haven't. That was going to say every game, but you really haven't. Um, it's just so cool. And I feel like I'm being annoying here by just going on and on about how much I love these Pokemon. But they're great Pokemon. Weavile. Weavile is the ultimate sweeper. And anyone who disagrees... I feel like I've said that line so much. Uh, just hasn't used it enough. Uh, introduced in Gen 4, like a lot of these Pokemon. Oh, that really shows. So is the next Pokemon, actually. And, yeah, it can be used in Pokemon Tournament for people who play that game still. It's uh, just so good. It's stats uh, 510. Lower than Mammoth Swine, admittedly. It's moveset and it's speed. It outspeeds most Pokemon. Maybe if you give it a um, train its EVs in speed, you'll be living. E EVs in speed and attack, you'll be fine. It's moveset, super good. And um, the reason I fell in love with it, not only was it my first ever shiny Pokemon, it's my shiny hunter. Because when you're shiny hunting, Especially if it's random encounter shiny hunting. You want to have um, full swipe. Good move. A move which can give. Just full swipe and a good move really. It isn't a status one. But if you can hit. Maybe a thief. Maybe a dark pulse. Get it low. And full swipe it. You're, you're, you're fine. And then throw pokeball. It is a great shiny hunter. It's got the pressure ability, which I think, I, I really wish it had something better. I think it could really do with a scrappy ability. It, I just think Weavile seems like a Pokemon which could use the scrappy ability effectively. Also, the custom form the 8-Brit Burrows gave it. I know I watch that YouTuber a lot. Gave it, it's awesome with its uh, Ice Electric type. That's so cool. Another reason I love it. So yes, Weavile, and the next one is the first star Pokemon I ever chose. Turtwig, Grottle, and Torterra. Great Pokemon, first Pokemon ever. In the same way MNJTV loves Sceptile, I love Torterra. It is, I've, when I was younger, I didn't use any other Pokemon. I think I had a level, like level 60 Torterra. With the rest of my team being level 20 for Candice's gym. 
to that, uh, the seventh gym, for those of you who aren't aware, which is an ice-type gym. And like Garchomp, quad weak. But that's fine. That's 100% okay because of this awesome moveset elsewhere. So in Rourke's gym, you're fine. Earthquake, or not Earthquake, you should not have Earthquake at this time. Use a ground move to defeat all his rock types. Uh, next gym, which is the grass gym, if I'm correct, is neutral damage. You're fine. Don't use gr uh, ground type moves. And then, depending on what generation you're playing, is um, the ghost gym. There's levitation, but you can still just destroy them because they're poison types here a Gengar line and that's weak to ground uh, you can use uh, what's it called trick holding a iron ball on a different mon set it up so it's no longer levitating and then destroy all its mons with what's it called uh, uh, maybe earthquake at this time maybe a ground move Maylene, don't throw it out there. I don't know why I'm rambling on so much here. But basically, it does well against nearly every gym leader in the game. And if you're playing Diamond, it does well against Dialga and Steel-type. If you're playing uh, Pearl, like myself, it doesn't do as well. But it does, because it does neutral damage on uh, its grass moves. Because obviously, uh, Dragon resists all elemental attacks. I love Torterra, Wiggy, as I always called them. Um, the moveset I ran, I know this moveset off my heart. Leech Seed, Wood Hammer, Synthesis, and Giga Drain. No, not Giga Drain, Earthquake, sorry. That moveset just destroys everything because you can set up your Leech Seed. So that basically recovers the recall you get from hitting that Wood Hammer. With a Synthesis, you can heal if you get really low. And Earthquake just for that, that big damage. Um, Torterra also has great matchups against the other starters. It is weak to, uh, what's it called? Infernape. But both types super effective on Empoleon. So I don't know if that was a design thing. Maybe. But Empoleon's types are just bad. I know this is basically dishing on Empoleon now, but if you think about it, uh, it's weak to fire, which is Infernape, the type it's meant to be strong against, and it's weak to fighting Infernape, the type it's meant to be, of a Pokemon is meant to be strong against. So it's bodied by Infernape, it's bodied by um, Torterra, so never pick Pit Pluck, unless you're doing like a only ward type playthrough, or you need a surfer. So that concludes Saturday's video. Of course, we'll be doing something like a class or race roundup tomorrow on Sunday. Look forward to that. And I hope you enjoyed our return. Thank you so much for watching. And I hope you come back to the tavern soon.